In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Good day. It's a lovely day in Boston right now. Beautiful sunshine, crisp air. Good day. We're looking at the eighth chapter of John, and I wanted, I did some of it, but I wasn't pleased with what I did. Then each of them went home. All the people went home after he was preaching. While Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, what do you think he went to the Mount of Olives to do? To pray all night. Now, if Jesus needs to pray, we need to make time to pray. Not in the car, not in the walking, but face-to-face -face time with Jesus. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple, and all the people came to him and sat down, and he began to teach them. He had a wisdom of God. They're wondering, where did he get all this wisdom? He didn't, he wasn't instructed by Gamaliel or one of the great teachers. Where did he get this wisdom? From God. The scribes and Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and making her stand before all of them. My question is, where's the man? Where is the man? There were two, but only the woman will be blamed. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. That's true. That's what Moses said. Now what do you say? See, they're trying to trick Jesus. Will they go against Moses? Will they go against the prophets? They're trying to trick him. They said this to test him so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. He does not look at the naked woman. All these men, these dirty old men, are looking at the woman and want her stoned. When they kept on questioning him, Jesus straightened up and said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to cast a stone at her. It's excellent, excellent teaching. And once again he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. Oh, yes, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But you say, I don't sin. I tell you, the Scripture says, if you say you don't sin, you make God a liar. 
and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Now he's looking at her. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. In other words, I forgive you, but do not carry on like this anymore, or something worse will happen to you. Oh yes, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and we are in need of the mercy of God. Oh yes, what are you going to say when you see Jesus? Have mercy on me, God. Have mercy on me. I stand under your mercy. Without your mercy, I have nothing. Chapter 8, verse 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. While he's saying this, we have the great menorah, big menorah shining before the temple. Oh, yes, but he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. If you fall in Jesus, if you follow Jesus, you'll never walk in darkness. You'll have the light of life because he is the light of the world. Oh, yes, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisee said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testifying and my testimony is valid because I know where I have come from and I know where I'm going. Where did he come from? The Father, from heaven. Where is he going? Back to the Father, back to heaven. Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid because I know where I come from and I know where I'm going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. They had no idea. They had no idea. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. The scripture says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. The son did not come into the world to judge the world but that the world might be saved by him. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid, for it is not I alone who judge, but I am the Father who sent me. In other words, the Father testifies to everything I'm doing because I have seen the Father doing the same things. The Father testifies to all that people hear because I heard from the Father. In your law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses 
is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. That's it. Why? Again, because Jesus is doing what he sees the Father doing, and Jesus is speaking and preaching what he sees the Father speaking. Let's continue. The Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. If you knew Jesus as the Son of God, you would know the Father who sent him. Oh, yes. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. His hour. What hour? Woman, my hour has not yet come, he said in Cana. The hour of crucifixion, the hour of glorification on the cross, the hour of resurrection, my hour has not yet come. Again he said to them, I am going away, and you will search for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. Going to heaven, you will die in your sin. Sin keeps us from heaven. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Then the Jews said, Is he going to kill himself? Is that what he means by saying, where I am going, you cannot come. He said to them, You are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am he. I am he the one whom the Father sent. I am he, the Lord Jesus, the Christ. I am he, the Lord Jesus, the Anointed. I am he. Oh, yes. He said to them, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am he. I was the one sent by God. As a matter of fact, I am God, and you do not believe. They said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Why do you speak? Why do I speak to you at all? I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but the one who sent me is true. And I declare to the world what I have heard from him. Oh, yes, again, Jesus only speaks what he hears the Father speaking. They did not understand that he was speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will realize that I am he and that I say nothing on my own, 
but I speak these things as the Father has instructed me. And the one who sent me is with me, the Father. He sent me. He's with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what is pleasing to him. Now let's look at ourselves. Do we always do what is pleasing to the Father? I don't think so. We gossip. We complain. We sin. We do not always do what is pleasing to the Father. In the morning, when you wake up, give the Lord permission over your life so that you will do what the Father wants you to do. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what is pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Many believed in him, because no one taught like him. He taught with authority. And even now, through the Holy Spirit, he teaches with authority. Do you know the voice of God? Do you know the voice of God? The scripture says, my sheep know my voice, and they follow me. Oh, yes. Verse 31, chapter 8 of John. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you will truly be my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I tell you, he is the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has the place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you are free indeed. O oh God, through the Holy Spirit, make us free. Cast, flood us with the power of your blood that we would be free, free from sin, free from error, that you would set us free, Lord, so that we'd be free indeed. I continue. So if the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you look for an opportunity to kill me, because there is no place in you for my word. I declare what I have seen in the Father's presence. As for you, you should do what you have heard from the Father. They have not heard from the Father. How do I know? Because they've rejected Jesus. They've rejected his word. They rejected his signs. It makes me laugh when they say, give us a sign. How many signs did he have to give us in order for them to believe? You see, they're not of the Father. 
and they're not of Jesus. They answered Jesus, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing what Abraham did. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are indeed doing what your father does. They said to him, We are not illegitimate children. We have one father, God himself. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and now I am here. I did not come on my own, but he sent me. See, they don't know Jesus. They don't know the Father. They're steeped in sin. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot accept my word. You are from your father, the devil. This is going to make them mad. And you choose to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature. I tell you, that's what the Jesus is telling us today, that when the devil lies, you're not saved. He speaks only lies. Jesus doesn't want to heal you. You're a sinner. I tell you, Jesus wants to heal you because if you're a sinner, go to confession. Get rid of it in the name of Jesus. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature. That's the devil. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is from God hears the words of God. The reason you do not hear them is that you are not from God. They're very going to get very angry. They're going to get very angry that Jesus is saying, you are not from God. You're from the devil. Our father is Abraham. Well, Jesus is going to talk about that in a couple of seconds. But you see, Jesus told them the truth. You are not from God. You have another father because you do not believe what I say. You do not believe what I do. The Father who sent me causes me to do what I say and what I do. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you have, uh, you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I tell you, whoever keeps my word will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know you have a demon. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say, whoever keeps my word will never taste death. That's right. You have eternal life. Death is the passage. 
to eternal life to those who have given their lives to Jesus? Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? The prophets also died. Who do you claim be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me. He of whom you say, He is your God, though you do not know him, but I know him. And I would say that I do not know him. I would be a liar like you. Do you know the Father? Do you know Jesus? Not do you know of the Father. Do you know of Jesus? By the Holy Spirit, we come to know God personally, that Jesus is my Lord, that Jesus is my Savior. But I do know him, and I keep his word, Jesus said. I know the Father, and I keep his word. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. He's talking about Abraham, who lived over a thousand years back, maybe two thousand years back. Abraham saw my day, and he was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. He used the word, I am, which is God. Before Abraham was, I am. I am God. You know what they're going to do. So they picked up stones to throw at him. Why? Because he said he was God. But Jesus hid himself, went out of the temple. Like, do you know today that you are loved by God? Do you know today that no sin can keep you from God? You just need to go to confession. Do you know today that the Holy Spirit makes Jesus real in your life? Oh, yes. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O oh God, pour out your Spirit upon your people today. Flood them with the glory of God. Flood them with the grace of God. Flood them with the presence of God. O oh yes, Lord, pour out your Spirit upon your people. We are in absolute need. We thirst for your, for your Spirit. We hunger for your Spirit. Send forth your Spirit upon us, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now 
and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Mary's yes, Mary's fiat. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.